<clears throat> all right okay okay what is up everybody it's all day talks facts right here i'm gonna spit some facts like always it's actually gonna be uh two episodes here today i just want to let you guys know that i'm gonna do my wwe clash of champions review right now and in a little while i'll do my mlb wild card predictions because the wild card round best out of three does start tomorrow so i'll talk about that in a little while with you guys um i didn't get to watch clash champions last night i just um, it wasn't really after, like, the Cowboys game. I just didn't feel like watching. I was in a bad mood the whole day yesterday. Like, you know, you guys might think that's bullshit because oh, you just didn't want to watch because the Cowboys lost. No, it has nothing to do with that. Even if they would have won, I probably wouldn't even watch because I just wasn't in the mood yesterday at all. I was in a bad mood all day yesterday, and I just was just laying down on the couch for, like, an hour, just upset. Not over the game. It's just I was just not feeling well the whole day, to be honest. So, um... Alright, I'll still review for you guys, because you know what, you guys deserve a review, you know. Overall, to me, it looked like it was a good show, Clash Champions, and to those who watched it, I hope you guys enjoyed it, you know. It looked like a really fun show. So we'll start off with the pre-show we had uh, for the SmackDown, for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Titles. We had Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro defeat Lucha House Party. I heard this match was really good. Now it's like, okay, so now we kind of expected, let me just take a sip of my Gatorade real quick, sorry. <laughs> We did expect um, Cesaro and Nakamura to retain. I didn't really think they were going to give. I really didn't think they were going to give um, Blue Jay House Party the tag team titles at all. It's just, it is, it is kind of a shame because I, I do like them as a team, but I think it's time for them to go their own separate ways. And they got to build up the tag team division. That's why we know the, the draft is coming back on October 9th for Friday Night SmackDown and October 12th for Monday Night Raw. They should put NXT in there, too, because you know what? It would be nice to see some of the wrestlers on Raw and SmackDown go to NXT. Because NXT is not like... It's not like how it was back in, like, 2010 to, like, early of, like, 2012, you can kind of say. Or, like, 2011, like, when they did the whole competition thing. Like, oh, whoever wins gets on the main roster. You know what I mean? That's what they should do, in my opinion. Like, why not bring NXT into the draft? You could have, like, guys like AJ Styles at NXT. Because here's the thing right here. If you want to compete with Dynamite on Wednesdays, if you put names like AJ Styles, and let's see who else you can put down there, maybe even The Fiend eventually, because, you know, Finn Balor is the NXT champion, and you can do The Fiend and Finn Balor, or even AJ and Finn Balor. I mean, come on. (laughs) I'm just saying, I don't think WWE is going to do that, though. I think they want to just keep it separate like that they don't want to put like they want to just have nxt be its own thing they probably don't want to put like those type of guys down there and that's understandable but i'm just saying if you really want to compete in the ratings even though the ratings means nothing like chuck taylor even mentioned it he's mentioned plenty of times because he was actually a groomsman to johnny gargano who who wrestles in wwe nxt and he said the whole ratings war is just stupid i mean this isn't like wcw and wwf at the time in the 90s that was a whole different story you know, a lot of people treat it as a ratings war. I mean, I, I used to as well. I think it is ridiculous in my opinion. Not like to be honest, it, it kind of is, but you know, I don't know. It's just, it's just all the shit WWE's done, you know, you know, pushing a lot of businesses out like WCW and ECW. It's just, you know, how it is. They always feel like they got to be superior and everything. You got to let other wrestling companies breathe. But he was right, Chuck Taylor, you know, when he mentioned that. You know, I'm just saying, if you really want to compete in the ratings war, if you see it as a ratings war, 
then if you feel like you really have to beat AEW Dynamite, then you put guys like AJ and the Fiend in NXT. Because well, I mean, they won't they won't do the Fiend because they are setting up the Fiend and Roman Reigns eventually, probably for Hell in a Cell next month. So they probably won't do that. So I'm just saying I I, I don't know. But if they don't see it as a ratings war, then you, then they won't do that because they don't care. But like I said, with the SmackDown tag team division, there's tag team divisions in general that they just need to change it up. Because Raw's tag team division isn't good. SmackDown's tag team division isn't good. You gotta change it up a little bit. Gotta change it up here. It's just like tag team. And people always complain. I'm, I don't want to mention AEW that much. So I don't want to make it the whole thing, big thing. People always compete. Always, always not compete. Jesus Christ. People always complain about AEW doing tag team matches almost, you know, on every Dynamite. Or doing like too many tag team matches. Well... They're keeping their tag team division, you know, up and running. They don't want to end that. WWE doesn't really even care about tag teams. They keep doing the same matches and same matches. It's ridiculous, but Cesaro and Nakamura are still the SmackDown tag team titles, and we'll see where it leads to now. Hopefully this feud is done. You got to figure out something here. You got plenty of time for SmackDown. They probably already know what what they're going to do. They're probably going to find out what's next for Cesaro and Nakamura. Just, you know, do something good with them. That's all you got to do. Let's actually look at the rest of the results for uh, Class of Champions. I know the main show started off with um, uh, the Intercontinental Championship match, the ladder match between Jeff Hardy, Sami Zayn, and AJ Styles. And Sami Zayn is now the undisputed Intercontinental Champion. I was really surprised that he won. I'm actually going to be completely, I'm going to be completely honest. I did not expect him to win. I did not expect Sami Zayn to win the Intercontinental Championship. I'm not going to lie. I was very shocked. I was very surprised. I was very surprised. I'm not going to lie. I was very, very surprised that that, um, that it happened. And I saw some highlights of the match. It looked like it was really good. Like, wow. You know, especially seeing Jeff Hardy do the ladder spot that he used to do in the past. Oh, my gosh. That's vintage Jeff Hardy right there. You know, but I am happy for Sam. You know, he hadn't been around since April. You know, now he's finally back. And now he's the undisputed Intercontinental Champion. So now he is the true Intercontinental Champion. So maybe he'll finally be allowed in the Champions Lounge with Nakamura and Cesaro. So now it kind of leads you to think, what's next for AJ Styles? Because I'm pretty sure Jeff Hardy will get a rematch because he was the Intercontinental Champion. So I'm sure they'll probably do a rematch. They'll probably do a rematch at Hell in a Cell. But now it's like, what's next for AJ? That's the one thing I'm concerned about. What's next for AJ now? I keep saying AJ should go to NXT after Finn Balor defeats Kyle O'Reilly at TakeOver 31. And just have AJ come out after the match and beat up Balor. And then you set up for the next TakeOver in December. That's all I'm saying. I think I think they should do that. They, they really should. That's all I'm going to say. Alright, so next match we saw Asuka defeat Zelina Vega for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. I heard some positive things about this match right here about Selena. Like some people said that she did she did a uh, pretty decent, you know, it was only a 7 minute match, you know. It could have had him go 10, but it was Selena's biggest match of her career. And I love Selena, you know. Um and and listen, it was nice they didn't go on it was nice they weren't on the pre-show. They got to go on the main show because they were supposed to be on the pre-show. But overall, you know, I heard some good positive things. Some people were kind of complaining saying like, "Oh, how come Selena gets a title shot like Mickey deserves it, Bianca Belair deserves it. Well, they're building up Bianca Belair right now. You don't want to just throw in a random kind of feud 
Well, actually, well, no, they did that with Zelina, too. That's, so, you know what, the two wrongs don't make a right there. They are building up Bianca Belair. I feel like, will she be next for Asuka? I think they want her to win the Roman's title. I don't think they're going to throw her in a paper for Hell in a Cell, in my opinion. I think they're going to build up a little bit more, Bianca, because you don't want to, like, push a superstar too quick, or a wrestler too quick. I don't like to say superstar. I like to say wrestler. You don't want to, like, you know... You know, you don't want to, like, you know, push a wrestler too quick. And she's only been on the main roster since, like, when? Like, March, Bianca, I believe. I think she came up in March or sometime when they were performance center. I think it was, like, either Mar- It was between March and May she came up. And I think she's great. She was great down in uh, NXT. I watched some of her matches. I think she's overall a great wrestler. I just don't think they should push her... So- I don't think they should push her so quickly. And I'm like that with any wrestler. I don't like to see a wrestler get pushed too quickly. Because then the people get people get all mad about it, and they say, oh, this wrestler's over push. Like, build her up a little bit. That's all you got to do. <laughs> build her up. That's all you have to do right there. It would be really cool to see her as the Royal Women's Champion, and then yeah, you can have her and the Street Profits together, and there you go. That's, that's, a, that's a Champions Club right there. There you go. You know what would be really cool for Survivor Series? You know, I just thought about it. Say if... Um, if Bailey is still, we're going to talk about her match later. Say if she's still, well, we already know she retained, but I'm just going to throw this out there. Just imagine if she's still the SmackDown Women's Champion going to Survivor Series and say Bianca wins the Raw Women's Championship. You could do a six-person tag right here. How about this? The Street Profits and Bianca Belair versus Cesaro Nakamura and Bailey. Imagine that match right there. That's a good six. That's a good six-person tag. That's a pretty good match. It would be kind of random to see Bailey with um, Nakamura and Cesaro, but it makes sense with Bianca Belair because, you know, we know that she's real-life married to Montez Ford, you know, so that makes sense. I mean, that would be really cool. That would actually be really cool, I'm not going to lie. It, w- it would be really cool to see that. Okay, so now we get to the WWE United States Championship match between Bobby Lashley and Apollo Crews. So Bobby Lashley retained the title, which I'm very happy about. I'm like, okay, good. They didn't drop the, He didn't drop the title. Good. Let him hold it for a couple months. That's like, Or a few months, you know. He deserves it. And I gotta say this. MVP is amazing. I really gotta say that. Because he is really... With, with the Hurt business right now, let's see. So Shelton Benjamin wasn't really doing anything... He was going after the 24-7 championship, and he looked like a goofball doing it. You know, Shelton Benjamin is probably one of the most best wrestlers, one of the most athletic wrestlers I've ever seen. I was actually there in 2017 when he returned and was with Chad Gable at the time. And he got a nice pop from the crowd. The crowd was really happy to see him, and so was I. Because, you know, he was a very good wrestler in WWE at the time. Back then, it's just he was never used correctly. But he went to Japan. He had a good career down there. You know, and then after they broke up, uh, Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable, and when they split up, it's there was nothing really for them. Nothing for Benjamin in general. It's like, and I miss his old theme song. Ain't nobody stopping me now. That was a really cool theme song. But it's like they just had nothing for him. It's kind of a shame. But now, and also like, you could take Cedric Alexander. You know. 
after 205 Live or being in the Cruiserweight division. And then he was kind of like jobbing on Raw and he teamed with Ricochet for a while and Apollo Crews, you know. It's just like there really wasn't anything for him. And Bobby Lashley after, you know, I mean, he should have been the Universal Champion, Bobby Lashley. He should have faced Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam in 2018 and he should have won. And they could have done a whole feud with him and Strowman. Could have easily done that. Could have done a nice program with him and Strowman. Even Roman Reigns too right there. They could have done something with Lashley and Reigns. They could have done that. You know, before before Reigns got sick. You could have done could have done Reigns versus Lashley at a at Hell in a Cell. That was a month before Roman um where you know the leukemia was back in his system and thank God Roman's okay now. You know, every day I I think about him, and I don't want him to ever go through that again. Never. I don't want to ever see that again. That was definitely one of the most emotional nights in watching wrestling. You know, hearing about Roman Reigns' uh, you know, leukemia, you know, um, being back in his system. And then just a few months later, it was great to hear when he put in remission. Just don't, I don't ever want to see that again, please. I don't want to see that from any wrestler or anybody in this world. I don't. But, um... You know, MVP, though, he's really taken a lot of these wrestlers out of obscurity. He really has. <laughs> like, all three of these guys were really doing nothing. Well, other than when he went with Lashley first, you know, then Lashley got a WWE title match against McIntyre. It was ruined by Lana. They should have not done that. It was so stupid. Those two, when, it was Drew, when McIntyre was Drew Galloway at the time, facing Lashley down in TNA, they had an amazing match, but then at Backlash this year, the match was kind of lackluster. It had so much build-up, and the match was just lackluster, in my opinion. But uh, MVP, he's funny. <laughs> he's funny. I like him. He's really he's a good guy, you know, and he's he's really changed it right here for these three guys, for these three gentlemen, and Alexander, Benjamin, and Lashley. You know, I got to give him a lot of props right there. I got to give him a lot of props. I really do. It's amazing. All right, so next we got the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship match where the Street Profits defeated Andrade and Angel Garza. So I have been told, like, or I have, like, or it's, like, seen, Andrade and Angel Garza were supposed to win, but Garza got hurt and they had to, and they had to stop the match. Like, Andrade was getting pinned and he kicked out, but they counted to three. So Angel Garza legit got hurt. And let's just I hope that he's okay. And we'll probably hear about it more tonight on Raw. And I'll be watching Raw. I'll be doing that review tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon. I definitely will. Either tomorrow afternoon or Wednesday afternoon. So hopefully Garza is okay because apparently Andrade and Angel Garza were supposed to win. But that's, you know, Garza's injury had to stop the match. So hopefully it's not a serious injury. Hopefully he's, he's back in the ring pretty soon. We'll just see what happens tonight on Raw. They'll probably give us an update and we'll see what happens. Hopefully he's Hopefully he's okay. I really want to see Andrade and Garza win. I thought last night was going to be the night. But listen, injuries happen in the ring. Anything can happen in that ring right there. I just hope that Garza is okay. Okay, so next match, we got the SmackDown, the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. We knew, um, and I found out before the show, a couple hours before the show, that so the, the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships wasn't defended because Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler couldn't compete, and... Nikki Cross couldn't compete for the SmackDown Women's Championship, so I'm thinking, and everybody else is thinking too, is it COVID? Is that why they couldn't compete, or do they all just get hurt? Because Nikki Cross wasn't on SmackDown last week, so 
maybe she got hurt the match with Lacey Evans she had the week before. Maybe that's why she wasn't there. And maybe she just couldn't compete at Clash Champions because she was hurt. And maybe, I don't know, maybe Nia and Shayna Baszler both got hurt. Maybe like when they were training or something. I know Nia Jax kind of teased that, that Shayna's expecting or something like that. Or she's pregnant. I mean, and, and Shayna kind of like teased it on Twitter too. Said, I'm expecting like a heartbreak. Like a, a, a broken heart because uh, apparently she's a fan of the Minnesota Vikings and they lost yesterday so I mean they said they're going to announce what happens like tonight maybe she is pregnant I mean I don't know if she is I mean she could be and wouldn't that be something I don't know we'll see what happens tonight you know I, I really hope it's not COVID you know it was kind of weird it's like and it's like Nia Jax, like they said, like on, on the panel right there, saying that they weren't medically cleared to compete. And Nia Jax said lies. I'm like, so something something's going on. But we'll see what happens tonight on Raw. They said they're going to talk more about it tonight. So we'll see what happens. But back to the SmackDown Women's Championship match. You know, Asuka defeating Bayley. Uh, by disqualification, of course. The match only lasted about four minutes. And I was like, Really? So why, why, why would they give Asuka another chance? That was so stupid. It was so stupid. I mean, yeah, she won, but by disqualification, like, barely. And you saw the way that... I saw the way she hit Asuka with the chair. I was like, she barely even hit her with it. Barely even touched her. I'm like, oh, my God. She has, does she not know how to swing a chair? You were doing that to fucking Sasha Banks not too long ago. You could barely hit Asuka with it? I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay, whatever. That was just dumb. That was a waste of time. That was a waste of time. But after the match, Sasha Banks attacked Bailey, And I'm going to say this right now. So Sasha Banks, we know, has definitely cemented her face turn. So she is a good girl now. I'm not going to say good guy. She's a girl, obviously. She's a good person. Whatever the fuck. She's a baby face now. <laughs> but um, I don't like the idea right now. I'm just being honest with you guys. I feel like they're rushing the match between Sasha and Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. They could have easily saved this for WrestleMania. They could have saved it, but now, now you got to do it a hell in a cell. I understand you're trying to get people to watch, but you could have done anything else. You could have done this whole mystery woman, like, which is going to be Carmella versus Bailey at Hell in a Cell. You could have just done that. You could have easily just done that, but I feel like they want to rush the match. They want to get the match over and done with. They don't want to build it up. It, that seems very lazy right there that they just want to do it right now. Bailey and Sasha. It just seems kind of stupid. Kind of like with Undertaker and Kane. Back in the 90s, they didn't rush the match between them. You know, Kane debuted at Bad Blood 97. And Tombstone the Undertaker. And they built up the match until WrestleMania. Like, Kane kind of turned good for a second. Because he came out to help the Undertaker one night on Raw to fight off DX. And it seemed like Kane was actually going to be good. But then he turned on Undertaker again at the Royal Rumble. And that's what really set up the match for WrestleMania. So, I mean... I'm not trying to compare anything. I'm just saying, like, it, you, you, they could have just built this up right here. They don't have to rush a match. Because Bailey versus Sasha is WrestleMania-worthy. That's all I'm saying right there. That's all I'm saying. But it is what it is. I, I was happy to see Sasha, but I'm thinking, like, now they're going to rush the match. You could have had... So much time to build up a match right here. I guess I just want to get it out of the way. I, I guess they just want to get it out of the way. I really just... 
I don't understand it. I'm being completely honest. I really just... I don't understand it. I'm sorry to say. <sighs> Alright. So two more matches to talk about. We got Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship match. Or WWE Championship in the ambulance match where Drew McIntyre retained against Randy Orton. And I saw this right here. Randy Orton got attacked by three individuals. The Big Show was there and came after Randy Orton. And then backstage Christian came after Randy Orton. And then Shawn Michaels switching music Randy Orton out, um, out near the stage. I was like, okay. We didn't see Edge, though. But we did see one other person. We didn't see Edge. I was kind of like a little disappointed we didn't see Edge. But you know what? It was really cool to see Big Show, Christian, and um, Shawn Michaels. So right before the match ended, Drew McIntyre hit him with a punt kick. So he stole Randy Orton's fucking finisher right there and threw him in the ambulance. And Ric Flair was the one driving the ambulance and drove it away. So Drew McIntyre is still the WWE champion. I really thought they were going to give it to Randy. But you know what? I guess they don't want to make Randy champion. Because that's back-to-back years. He's gotten uh, two op- um, a WWE title opportunity at SummerSlam and Clash Champions. And he's lost. I just don't understand it. It seems very weird. Like, I guess they don't want to make him champion again. I, I guess they don't want to do it. But it is what it is. So now it's like, this shoot seems like it's done. So it's like, now what's next for Drew McIntyre? As WWE champion, what's next? You know, maybe Keith Lee versus McIntyre at Hell in a Cell. Maybe it's a little too quick. Because I feel like they should do... Keith Lee and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, in my opinion. I feel like bring Keith Lee back at the Royal Rumble with his, you know, his theme song that he used in NXT and have him win the Royal Rumble and beat Roman Reigns for the Universal title at WrestleMania. That's what I think they should do. That's just my opinion, though. That's just my opinion. But it seemed like it was a really good match. And now we get to our main event. Roman Reigns defeating Jey Uso for the WWE Universal Championship by technical submission. Because Jimmy Uso was there and he threw in the towel. So I gotta say, I really loved what I saw right there from Roman Reigns. I really did. Just seeing him as this badass right here and I fucking love it. We didn't see The Fiend come out yet. I I thought, I, I expected to see The Fiend come out. Maybe Alexa Bliss come out, but no. I still believe that's going to be the match of Hell in a Cell, Roman Reigns versus The Fiend. So maybe we'll see that on SmackDown. Maybe they'll set it up. But, um, I thought that was pretty cool. Especially seeing Jimmy Uso out there. I thought maybe he was going to turn on Jay. Well, he's hurt. What can he do? He's hurt. (laughs) He's not going to beat up Jay. He's hurt. They're not going to risk an injury or risk, you know, increasing his injury. You know, you're going to let him heal. But he was there. But overall, it looked like it was a good pay-per-view last night, you know, especially seeing Roman Reigns. He had, like, the, uh, what do you have, like, on? What is the thing you call, like, because, um, they put it on him after the match. Oh, my God. What the hell do you call it? Um, it had, like, the, like, the, like, the Hawaiians wear, like, or Samoans wear. They put it on him, and Jimmy called Roman the tribal chief. That was something. Gotta admit that, so it really was.